Hey you guys, you already know the voice and you already know who it is. It's your girl, Miss Nadia, and welcome to the Nadia Show, of course, with me. I hope you guys enjoyed your Thanksgiving, which was yesterday, if you can believe it or not. I hope you guys enjoyed it, and as we get through the rest of this year, which hopefully which hopefully is almost over, um, we can also, we're also enrolling into the holiday season, as most of us may like to or may like to not i'm one of the not so's so um i guess we just have to roll with the punches and see what's going on but the year is almost up hopefully we're hopefully we'll get better days i'm just hoping for better days but anywho let's get into what we got to get into now um definitely who caught versus who caught versus i didn't get a chance to catch versus but i heard it was pretty interesting between uh gucci man and jeezy i never knew they had beef hmm that's interesting well hopefully they were able to grill it up and eat it but i never knew them two had beef not at all but hey i heard versus definitely did this thing and they um they pretty much had what over 1.5 million viewers so Hmm, interesting. Well, I'm hoping for more episodes of Versus and hopefully they'll be able to top that. <laughs> um, did anybody get a chance to see the AMAs? I really didn't get a chance to see it because they were dragging it on and on and on and on. Ugh, it was just too much. All these award shows nowadays are just getting too much. Are just are just a little too much for me. And it's the hours at the hours and they save all the good performances to the last part, and then they play the performances like in that first half an hour, and it's just be it just be running on and on and on. But I have to say, Tarazi's outfits, I heard she changed about maybe close to twelve times, <laughs> as you should. She looked she looked wonderful. I'm not even going to lie; all her outfits were amazing. So kudos to her for hosting. Hopefully, they'll have her back again next year if so if not but hey she did what she had to do and that's good to know the soul train awards more awards right the soul train awards if you guys don't know is this sunday is this sunday um tisha campbell and tashina arnold hosting again i'm also hearing that monica so she say hey i think it's getting her lady of soul award so let's tune in and see who's going to give Monica all the praises that she's deserved. Because we all, we, uh, as we all know, I said we all grew up with Monica, Brandy, and Leah. For those that don't know, all, all y'all, I wouldn't say all your 90s babies, but if you were in the block of 94, 95, 96, <laughs> with these three girls blasting on on any type of radio back then when all the stations was hot hot 97 kiss fm bls and you heard all three of their tracks all three of their albums and you were banging them and they were your summer your spring your winter your fall you know exactly who i'm talking about so monica gets her just due on soul train this sunday so tune in this sunday to the soul train awards also they're doing the soul cypher i heard the soul cypher is going to be with pj morton Shantae Moore, Shanice, 
<laughs> and I think I'm missing somebody else. But that's as far as I know what the Soul Cipher is going to be. So hopefully the Soul Cipher is a good one because both Shantae Moore and Shanice got the whistle register voices. Like I say, the Tweety Bird voices. So let's see how high they go. So like I said, the Soul Trader Wars will, is this Sunday. So tune in this Sunday to see who wins. Alrighty. As far, I'm sorry, let me go back up a little bit. As far as the AMAs were concerned, I think uh, I think J-Lo got a lot of backlash for her performance. Hmm, hmm, predictable. Many compared her performance to her, many, many compared her performance to what she did with uh, Maluma. Let me not mess up his name, Maluma, on the award show this past week to what Beyonce did with um, Drunken Love. Hmm. Is it flattery or is it recopying? Hmm. I don't know. But she got a lot of flack for that. So I'm thinking it can't be flattery or it could be recopying. Who knows? I mean, to be honest with you, you never, how can I say this? Flattery is flattery, but you never want to recopy the thing that was already set up. You never want to recopy somebody else's performance because that's not good. That's not good. You always want to make a performance and set the ground for that. You always want to be a trendsetter, not a piggybacker, <laughs> you know? So, I mean, J-Lo has been in the business. Beyonce has been in the business. Mm-mm. I just say you have to be your own trendsetter. You just can't go copying or replaying someone else's work. That was her introduction into, I wouldn't say her introduction. That was her continuation of who she is as a person, what that performance embodied. And that's what she wanted to bring to the front, to the forefront. She was married. She's, she's still giving you, she's giving you that sensualness of her. And she was just setting off the, her performance. And it, I mean, Beyonce lit it up that night. I think that was about maybe six, six years ago on that. Six years ago, she did that uh, back in 14. So it had to be about six, six or seven years ago, probably six. I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, um, I'm not, I'm sorry. And then you got JLo who did it with Maluma, um, a couple of days ago. Um, I don't know. You just have to, you just have to make sure you transcend your own work and, you know, do what you have to do, not piggybacking off of someone who already set that off already. But anyway, we're going to go fast forward on that one. Also. I've been hearing a lot of backlash about the Grammys. <laughs> oh, these award shows are something else. I tell you what's been happening with the Grammys pretty much this week. I think the uh, nominees have been or the ballots have already been turned in. For most of y'all, if y'all don't know too much about the Grammys, the Grammys used to the Grammys used to come on February. Then they moved it from February now to January. So usually with Grammys, the voting, I guess the voting is mailed in by ballots. Now, before streaming music came into process, we've always had Arbitron Radio. We always had record sales. We always had record sales up the billboard charts and whatever 
and whatever statistics they will use on that, depending on what sound scan would give them. Sound scan is due with radio. I would say radio cells pick up stuff like that. Now with the way music is going, streaming has also gotten into the forefront. So it's not only so it's not only record sales, it's streaming that's pushed into it now. Now that people, now that folks are now not I'm not saying now that folks. Now that there's no going to your favorite record store anymore on the planet now, now you can sit at your own, you can sit you can sit at your own desk, be in the house, be on your phone. You could be anywhere and stream anybody's music on any website. That would be any runners from Spotify, Apple TV, SoundScan. I'm going off the deep end here. And sometimes off of other sites, you can get a person's album or anything from. So you can have that. And the streams and the streams count up and amount up to how many times the song is actually played or the album is actually downloaded. And also YouTube as well. So now with streaming services, everything is probably pushed into the forefront for record sales. But you're still dealing with SoundScan. You're still dealing with Billboard. You're still dealing with radio. And I mean, not only radio that you hear in your music stations, you also hear it on iHeart. You also hear it on other platforms. So it's a lot of entities that play into that that also deal with record sales. But, you know, moving on. Certain artists were not on the ballots for this this uh for the nominees for the billboards which pretty much which pretty much put into the forefront of hmm and which pretty much puts into hmm and a lot of question marks because the weekend also made a comment about it um Nicki minaj also made a comment about it and also i think viewers of viewers and audiences of brandy as well because um brandy released her album this past august i think the weekend um also released his album a couple of weeks ago as well well not a couple of weeks ago like this month we're talking about weeks ago back i'm not sure when he released his album and Nicki minaj also said that she's been doing her stuff for over 10 years and she's never gotten a grammy for it so of course to come up their tracks um the grammy sent out a notice talking about they 16 percent 16 percent of their audiences is black or 33 percent or or something of that sort i couldn't even read the lettering to make a long story short you have a border committee of people on 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 there who really i'm not even saying if they're a fan of music or if they listen to music it's just it's just the ballads and stuff and the people that are in charge are all wrong and i would say that musical artists can also be the forefront and be the change but also us as viewers also can be the forefront as well because we're the ones not to be funny, we're the ones supporting our music artists to listening to their body of work, listening to their music. And if we're the ones that are supporting the music, then why headquarters are not listening? Why headquarters not listening? If the audience, if the audience, the viewers, the fans are the ones that are not to be funny, because yes, y'all using the artists as machinery, but in the background, it's us that's paying for it. We're the ones that's paying for it. We're keeping them. We're keeping them alive. We're keeping them relevant. We're keeping their body of music together. Whether we play it this week, next week, 
a year from now, a couple of months, weeks later, we're still, their albums are still selling. It's not you guys. I mean, you guys put the packaging, record companies, stuff, put the packaging and everything together along with them. But it's us who are definitely serving them up here. Especially with the money that we're paying for all of this. No pun intended because it's still going back into the record company. It's not going back to the artists. Let's keep it real. Come on now. The, re the, re the record company gets their money back due to the sale of the artists with their records. Come on now. Come on. Let's be reasonable. Let's be real about that. You know, come on. It's, it's a business. <laughs> Nothing personal. The Grammys have been doing scrupulous activities probably since the dawn of time. Because how long has black music been around? Okay, let's snap back into the archives here, people. How long has black music been around? It's been around for forever. We talking about since, we're talking, we even can go back and take it back to Motown. Are you serious? And probably even more, and probably more so even Pat before Motown. So, mm-mm. That's a dirty lie. The Grammys have been doing scrupulous activities since. They've never telecasted the rap, the, um, I would say best rap album. Remember, Jay-Z boycotted the, um, the Grammys many, many moons ago. Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince won their, won for best rap album for their 1991 album, but it was never even telecast, which is meaning it was never put on the air as they were winning it. Are you kidding me? So for the Grammys to even send out a note trying to cover their tracks is baloney. It's straight up bullism. They've been doing scrupulous activity from day one and they're going to continue to do that. Unless artists and fans alike speak out and then put people put, I wouldn't even say put them, hold their behinds accountable. Period. That's the only way it's going to change. You can boycott. You can say, I'm not tuning in. I'm not making music. You, you won't have to make that music because you're putting that money back into your record company or your record label. Or if you're going independent, that money has to be made back. Now, if you're going independent, that's a little different versus the record company. That's a little something different with the independency. Now, I'm not too sure. And I need to do my, my work and my education on if you're if you're an artist and you're going the independent route, that's a little bit something extra. But I'm thinking you still have to make back up the money that you yourself is putting into that record, per se. I had to do my research on that, my little homework, and figure out what it is as an independent artist when you're putting out your record. You're putting that money. Does it back into you? Does it back into your entity? Especially if you have your own record label. But pretty much that money is probably going back into your company. Which is meaning you have to deal with the songwriting, the engineering yourself. Um, studio work. Pictures. And things that, are, uh, things that matter to put into your album. And make sure you do Make sure you're also advertising as well because people forget advertising the album and putting it out there and playing on radio stations. You're still doing the work and the bulk and everything else. So that's true, too. I get it. It's just that it's just that with these award shows, let's put it all in, one, in all in all perspective. These are these award shows really don't pay attention to the artists that put the groundwork down. I'm not saying that they're ignorant to music. They don't understand it, but it's a lot of genres of music now and certain genres of music and certain, I would say certain 
categories in music don't get the respect that they deserve. And when it comes to these artists and when it comes to artists, you have to be able to narrow down narrow. I wouldn't even say narrow. You just have to be able to open the door enough for everybody to come on in and give quality music. Because nowadays, and I'm just be honest with you, I'm not saying that music is dead. It's just music is, is just, is just not the way it used to be. Music had a melody, a beat, a hook. It had songs. It was of something. Now these songs you hear on the radio, you be like, what? Huh? And I'm not saying everybody's talking about something different that we didn't hear 15 years ago, five minutes ago, two hours ago. Everybody's talking about the same thing, but it's more digital versus versus a band. It's more so trying to be that 15 minutes and trying to be that 15 years. Everybody wants to be hot and not have longevity. Because we can hear about you five minutes ago and then we know five years later, what now? Just saying, what musical artists need to understand is it's all about longevity. You want to be around. You don't want to be just down for five minutes. No, you want to have longevity so people can play your records five years later, 10 years later, 50 years later. Hell, if you die. Your your copywriting is still going to be on. And hopefully as an artist, you own your masters. You own your masters. Because people, I mean, folks need to read on that. You got, as an artist, you have to get your master work. That's your money, honey. That's your, that's your money after all these years with your masters. And hopefully you have a little bit of songwriting credit in, in those masters as well. Regardless, that is your bread and your butter. And you need access to your masters. So you always have to make sure your body of work does not lie in the hands of your record company, your agent, or any other human being. Making sure that that body of work is yours and yours alone. I had a lot to say about that, right? (laughs) All right, let's move along. Girl groups. That's what we're getting into tonight. Yeah, tonight. I know, right? Tonight or today. (laughs) We're getting into girl groups real quick. So most of you, most of, I would say most of us by now know about our famous girl groups. We all know what it takes to, do we all really know what it takes to be in a girl group? (sighs) Yes, looks, voice, and movement that's been generated for years. Well, not for years, but it's been generated in all the groups of girls that we listen to. Certain ones, because even even if you're in a girl group that plays an instrument that's in a band, per se, you still have to know how to move. You still got to look good. And then you also got to have your vocal training. And yes, you probably are going to get criticized for how much you gain or you're not looking like this or you're inhuman and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it's pretty much the same gist. But again, in all these girl groups that we know and love and probably still listen to on, uh, probably still listen to to this day, we all know how it comes down. We can always say the girl groups are either put together, manufactured, 
you know, blaze through. We've seen it on TV. They go through boot camp, boot camp training of dancing and singing and exercising and, you know, being talked to. And then you got, you know, you, you, it's a lot of competition and it's always the best one out here and some rise to the top and some fall to the bottom. And then you have girl groups who also some back up for major, for major other groups. I would probably even for major other groups and they probably formed an alliance together. You have some girl groups who were probably in the same vocal class in high school or the same high school together or, you know, school. I mean, not even school. You could say junior high school, elementary. You even go down the list on that. And then they form cohesively together. And it usually is either they form together by themselves or they form together by a record company or they form together, you know, organically. You know, everybody has their story of how girl groups or how certain groups come together and even form together on television, as you've probably seen in the past, too. So with girl groups, you definitely, it's definitely, you could say in certain girl groups and certain band with all females, they pretty much is a, it could be an overnight process, but it's still in the production of how the, of how the group is presented. Of course, that their children, they have to um be on the, they have to be, have, they have to have their education, probably get parents permission, um, of course, the vocal lessons, of course, the media training, of course, how to act, of course, how to be, you know, it, it's the it's the whole rigmarole around it when you're thinking of these girl groups also. But, you know, again, you got young people, young girls that are human, young girls that go through changes like like we all do. You know, it's, it's definitely going to be kind of a little cattiness within the group. It's going to be definitely a person in this ear, a person in that ear. You know, you're going to have, you know, the girls are going to be, I mean, the girls are going to mesh. Some girls might mesh. Some girls might not. That usually happens within a girl group because we all know that. We've seen that happen before. You know, when the girl groups are successful, we see that some change we all know that when it comes to groups, we also know that they also have singing ability. And some of these girl groups, we know that maybe all four or five or three girls can sing. Maybe one of the girls are probably just the background vocal. You have the other one who sings every single lead. <laughs> But she's considered the pretty one. So she's pushed out to the front. And then you have the other two. <laughs> you have the other two who feel like the angry stepsisters. Or you have one that shies away. And now you hear her singing. You're like, whoa. Or you have a pretty balanced well group where all four members are gorgeous. All four members can sing. All four members are got their own spotlight. Or the three members. Or the five depicting on the group which each person brings to the table and that's pretty much when it comes to these these comes to these women groups you have these you have these groups that set apart from the rest you have girl groups who are kind of raunchy <laughs> you have certain you have you have girl groups who are raunchy you have girl groups who can play a band uh play an instrument including the drums and keyboards you have certain group members who are sweet and petite you have other groups who are soulful when i say soulful not just not just singing no 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 they sang like we hear 
we hear we pretty much hear the and here's the thing people also don't understand that a voice can be an instrument too whether you can go down to the lowest register or you can go past the whistle register which is only done by a certain which is which for all of, for which is most of us you have to be oddly touched to hit a whistle register and there's some artists out here that can hit that register that whistle register that are like one in a million if you ask me and it's not much it's not much artist that can hit that whistle register especially if you're not Minnie Ripperton, Denise Williams, Shanice, Shantae Moore, did I miss someone? Did I miss someone? Did I miss someone? Did I say Minnie Ripperson? I probably think I did. Did I miss someone in that whistle register count? No, because it's far in between and few who can do that. So just keep that in mind. And also you have, when it comes to, when also when you have your girl groups, you have people that are new, are fresh and new and come onto the scene. So with all these girl groups, I'm gonna name it on the next on our um, on the next episode. You're gonna probably you're gonna be gonna go back in the day with some of these groups. Yes, I have a couple of my favorites too. <laughs> but you know, you have all these groups that pretty much get you know to get pulled from one into the spectrum, and then there's a lot of them that you don't hear from anymore. A lot of these girl groups you don't really hear from anymore because these labels, these labels only gave you like maybe one or two hits from them and they really don't know what to do with them and then with so many things so many things that happened or went transparent between them and then the record company and then personal and it just fizzed out after a period of time but you know we'll learn we'll learn more we'll learn more about the girl groups and like i said on my on the next episode i will name these girl groups for you so, like I said, I will take you back on the trip way back into time and probably bring you back forward with these girl groups as well. So, I just wanted to give you a little taste of the of a little taste of the girl groups right now. You know, the production, all the all the amenities. And then, you know, with the with the next episode, we're going to name all the girl groups and the disbandment and the accusations and the issues that come with it. The same thing that comes with the boy groups. The girl groups get hit a little bit harder. And it's been happening. For, it's been happening for time after time after time. You hear the stories. You know it. Blah blah blah. You know everything, pretty much. Um, just to keep you guys aware, I am going. Well, definitely next month. I'm doing two live shows. Yes, for the first time, and hopefully won't be the last time. We are going live. We are going live. So. My next two podcasts will be live. Will be definitely live. Definitely live. So you guys, I I know our time is up. I got a jet like a 747. But first and foremost, thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I can't be thank I can't be I can't thank you guys and be more than appreciative for you guys tuning in. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so, 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 so much. I hope you guys join me for the next episode. And please, if you have any comments for me or anything adding to the show, I would appreciate it. Definitely hit me up. Keep tuning in. I'm going to make this show as best and better as possible. Thank you guys once again. And I will see you on the next episode. Stay safe. Later.